Good moments don't co- come often for Boston College fans, but for the second time this season, BC has won their ranked game against Clemson. First one, that was against Virginia Tech. This was against a team that was 18-4. and four. Boston College goes out and shocks the Clemson Tigers with stellar defense with Prince Oligby and Makai Ashton Langford leading the way. We're going to get into what they did to win this game, what this means for the future of the program, and we have some football talk that we're going to get into as well. All of this and more on today's Locked On BC. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked on BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Boston College defeats Clemson, the number 20 team in the country, 62 to 54. We're going to get into everything about this game on today's show. Before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And if you are in Massachusetts, legal betting just started today. All right, we headed into this game. Boston College was a four and a half point underdog. And when I saw that spread, I was like, okay, what do the gamblers know that we don't know about this game? Because BC was, what was it? Not eight and 10, nine and 10, something like that. Clemson was 18 and four. You knew going into this game, BC should have been a big underdog. They had Hunter Tyson who over and 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 over again, we heard during this pot, this, this, you know, telecast, uh, he's the ACC player of the of the year. I mean, John Mita Perel must've said that about a dozen times. BC, they just got blown out by UV. I don't know if it's a blonde. They lost by a considerable margin by to UVA. They were in that game for a bit. They go out there. They start the game off incredibly slow. You know, Clemson jumps out to an early lead. Hunter Tyson looks every bit the ACC player of the year right off the bat. He's hitting shots. BC's not. And all of a sudden, this game looks like what you expected it to be. You, I mean, let's be honest here. If you're listening to this podcast, you've seen enough bad BC basketball to know that going into this game, you're expecting them to fall on their face. But. As I said on Eagle Insider, I gave my prediction. I predicted this. I predicted Boston College to upset Clemson. I said, if BC can win some of those battles up front, can hold Hunter Tyson and PJ Hall in place, they're going to win this game. And what ended up happening? They did exactly that. It was the defense that jumped into this game. The defense that went ahead and won it for the Eagles. It wasn't the offense. The offense played their usual putrid, you know, ucky, gritty, not pretty basketball. But the defense held Clemson to an unbelievable 
25% in the second half. They were below like 10% for a big chunk of that, but they had some garbage time shots that got them back into this game. And in, you know, you're looking at who was it about this defense that really stepped up. It was a team effort. You saw big plays by Prince Oligby, who has, the, you know, if you're looking at your screen right now on YouTube, you see him out there. He had some big, this was a, a coming out moment. Yeah, we saw Prince Oligby make a big shot at the beginning of the season in that opening win. But this game was more impressive because it was against an ACC opponent, a top-notch tournament-level AC opponent, ACC opponent. And he did it on both ends of the floor. He had some big shots on both ends, and he played good defense. It was Prince Oligby. It was Jaden Zachary. It was also Makai Ashton Langford. I, I don't I, I don't know who else to get into here because all of these guys did such superb defense in that second half. As much as the announcers wanted to make this into Clemson is coming back, the defense continued to hassle them. The defense continued to make big plays. And that's what ended up with the win. On the offensive side of the ball, it's always Quinton Post. It feels like Quinton Post is the key to everything on that offensive side of the ball. When he got out of that game in that second half, that is when Clemson went on their big run to get back into this game. I mean, you went into halftime. BC was up by seven. They pushed it up to, I think, 12. And then Quinton Post got into foul trouble, and he gets out of the game. And all of a sudden, the score just goes, woof. Go right back to right back to Clemson. Quinton Post is the biggest factor on this roster. And now I'm not going to get into it because it's, it's playing in the past. If Quentin post was not hurt in spring basket, I mean, summer basketball, they would have absolutely beat Maine. They would have absolutely beat UNH. I don't know about Charlton state. They played very well against them. And I don't know about Villanova, but that's two more wins. This would have been a 500 basketball team battling ACC teams right now. They would have been a team that would have been a, a, a like what we expected, a a um a bubble team for this for the NCAA tournament. But Post was not there. He is a humongous factor for this team. And when he's out there, you see what he can do. And when he's not out there, that's when BC falls apart. He's not a perfect player. We saw that against. Uh, Virginia this weekend when he had, what was it, like four turnovers in like four minutes. But he's the best player on this team right now. And when he played against, when he played against Clemson, what you needed a good front court against PJ Hall and Hunter Tyson. And between Oligby, Post, and credit when credit's due, TJ Bickerstaff had probably one of his better games of the year. BC did what they needed to do. They got their defense in. They hit every marker I said that was going to be a a factor in this game. And this is a big win. This is a big win. BC has now won three out of four games in ACC play. They get Syracuse at home in a sold-out matchup, and we're going to get into 
where the future of this program is looking right now after this win in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is the place to go. I'm telling you right now, we're hitting the Super Bowl season. And this is the year the only app you need at the Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're super excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. I'm telling you, I I am a big fan of accessibility and easy to use and easy to use. FanDuel knocks every other platform out of the water. I go over there. They're so easy and it's a, it's a crisp, easy thing. And I, what I love most about FanDuel, you get paid right away. So download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. So the FanDuel sports app is safe, secure, and easy to use. I said it. If you like easy to use, FanDuel is the place to go. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every mat- moment matter more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. This is Locked On BC, AJ Black. We are talking about Boston College's second. Yes, I am telling you right now, their second top 25 win of the year. Earl Grant is earning his money right now. He after some really depressing wins to start this year with Tarleton State, with Maine, with UNH. He has counteracted that with now wins against Virginia Tech, the former ACC champions, and Clemson, who was number one in the conference. BC is looking up. I know the fans were not there for this game. You have to continue to win, and that's what BC has started to do. They are our team that is going to be a tough out from here on out. I don't care who else is on the schedule. If it's Pitt, if it's Louisville, if it's if it's Georgia Tech, I don't care who else. BC is looking so much stronger than they did in years past. And the reason is they're playing better on both ends of the ball. They're playing good on defense. They're playing strong on the offensive side. Well, strong enough for Earl Green. They're still not scoring 70 points. But you go out there and you score 62. And if you're holding Clemson, a good scoring team to 54, you're going to win a lot of games. So looking at this win, looking at where this team is headed, I am impressed. I'm impressed where BC is. I like the play of Quentin Post. I particularly like that the fact that he's out there, he's got that Phantom of the Opera mask on. I know it's not white, but who cares? It's still fun. And he's making shots. I think the announcer said he's shooting 97% from the free throw line. This is a seven-footer. This guy is the big deal here. And he's hitting shots. And when they're playing well, 
a guy like Makai Ashton Lankford is so important. He is doing what you need to him to do, which is create, 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 create. And I saw someone say um, on Twitter that he reminds them of a smaller Nikola Djokovic. And I know he's smaller, but yeah, he is confident. Nothing about Makai Ashton Langford says he lacks confidence because this guy goes out there against anybody, whatever guard you throw at him, he's going to make plays. Now, Clemson, they got Alex Hemingway, their big three-point shooter back. They were still without Brevin Galloway. This was the big game where he was supposed to be back, but he was out with his busted uh, little Brevins. And, you know, he and Makai made him pay. Makai made them pay. That second half was a master class in how to play defense. This was what you want from BC. It was tough. It was like almost like watching like a UVA out there. They were just smothering. Clemson on defense from about three minutes before halftime until the end of that game, like just on everything that Clemson brought to them. BC was on that. And if you do that every single game going here on out, BC is going to win some more games. I don't care what Kempom says. I don't care what ESPN's predictability scale says. If BC plays this kind of defense, they're going to win a lot more games because this is tough. They're tough. They're playing tough. And they've got NC State, who's got that huge, I don't know, who, I, I, I don't have his name. I think it's Carter. Their big center, who's like 300-something pounds. He's going to be a challenge for, for Clinton Post. They've got games against Florida State coming up, who's playing the best basketball of, their, of the year. Syracuse, who, I mean, it's been years since BC beat them. But tell me. You're listening to this right now. The way you saw BC play three out of the last four games, because they've won three out of the last four against ACC opponents. Are they going to be out of those games? I don't think so. I think BC is going to be challenging for a lot of teams. And on Saturday, in a sold-out Conti Forum, they get Syracuse. Now, let's be honest. I look at that and say, okay, they're sold out. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of Syracuse fans there doesn't matter. It's going to be loud. If BC can go out and win that game, you have Earl Grant potentially winning four out of his last five games in the ACC. That right there is signs of progress. And that right there is what we've been looking for. He's got this program heading in the right direction. It was tough to watch them lose to Maine and UNH, but when you had a young team missing their biggest offensive component in Quinton Post, that is a big deal. And now they've got him back. So I hope you all are going to continue to follow BC basketball. They need your support. They need you following along, tweeting about them, watching, getting to those games. This is a fun team. They're aggravating at times, sure, but BC basketball looks to be heading in the right direction. I'm really excited to keep talking about that. Now, let's look at our comment section because there's a lot of good things out there. Peter Caruso, I hope Prince Oligby doesn't transfer out of the season, after the season. I hope he doesn't either. I don't think he will. He's playing a lot. He wanted to come here for a reason. He's getting the reasons that he wants. 
Peter Caruso also says, do you think we'll make a deep run in the AC tournament if we keep playing like this? Honestly, a win in the ACC tournament, but the bigger deal is escaping a Tuesday game. If they can do that, that's even better. <laughs> Just win one game. That's all I care about. To escape the Tuesday in, in, in Greensboro. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then we got Frank, Frank Ryan. Just please beat Q's on Saturday. Send all those Q's fans home pissed. I, I, I'm right there with you. I, I want to see Q's lose. Len says, hey, AJ, great win for Boston College men's basketball. Now beat the crap out of Syracuse. Right there with you. Right there with you. This is, I think everyone here is going to want a big game out of Boston College. Beating Syracuse on top of everything that's happened this year, I think that would really make this season a, a positive. Frank Ryan says, does Quinton Post have another year left? He does. He has one more year left. To see if he stays. He could go back to Europe. I, I don't see him going to the pros, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, if you are listening to this, if you are enjoying Locked on BC, I have a question. I have a favor to ask. Hit that subscribe button right now. Go over to Locked on BC and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. It's the only way that you, you if you don't want to spend a dime to help us out, Hit, go over to Locked On BC on YouTube and hit subscribe. It doesn't cost you a dime. Okay. Now, in a moment, we're going to go to football as we have a question to ask. The last two years, BC has been hit by one positional weakness. What could be that positional weakness in 2024, 2023? We'll look at that in just a moment. Now, if you know me, you know I like the Built Bar. So if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you gotta buy a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want comp compromised taste, then man, I've got the thing for you. You've gotta try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you gotta think they're good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolution. And what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. So I'm telling you, go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You're going to save 15% off. Or even better, you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club. If you head in there, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bar, you can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're at Sam's Club, run and grab a 13-bar box with our our hit flavors like brownie butter, batter and churro. You can thank me later. This is Locked On BC, AJ Black. We're talking, we just finished our conversation about BC basketball. And I want to get into football here. And, you know, football is my bread and butter. It's what I get into. And we're heading into spring football. We know that the game is going to be on April 15th, the spring game. Spring football is going to start in early March. But I'm looking at the bigger picture here. Football team has struggled the last two seasons. And when you look at what the struggles has been, it's been around specific 
units of the team. In 2021, it was the quarterback unit. They didn't have anyone behind Phil Jakovic that could throw the ball. Dennis Grossell struggled. The offense struggled. They didn't win. 2022, clearly the issue was the offensive line. 2023. Now, you look at what Jeff Halfley's done by addressing the transfer portal, by adding, you know, guys like Christian Mahogany back. You ask yourself this big question. What is the what the position that could be the Achilles heel of BC football in 2023. I don't think it's going to be the offensive line. And I'll tell you why. I still don't think Dave DeGuglielmo is going to be back. We're still waiting to hear, you know, who's going to be the offensive line coach, but they got to still hire an offensive co- coordinator first. We are waiting on that. Don't get me started on why it takes BC two and a half weeks when, you know, teams like Duke just hired a defensive coordinator in like three days. Don't get me started on that. I don't get it. BC moves at the, the, the pace of a glacier when it comes to coaching changes. But they got to get an offensive coordinator. Once he comes in, what's the biggest question mark? I don't think the defense is going to be a big question mark. You got Donovan Azaraku. I like him on defense. She just lost. She'll be back. You also have Nito Akpala. And I know you folks are all worried about the linebackers. I think there's talent there. They're just going to continue to develop. And the secondary should be fine. They've got guys that are coming in. They've got Elijah Jones. They should be okay. On offense, then what's the offense? The question. Offensive line is deeper. I like when you have guys like Finn Durstein and those other guys that had to start as backups. So I don't put them there. I look at the quarterback position. That is the biggest question mark for me. Emmett Moorhead looked to be a guy that if you had a good offensive line in front of him, should be okay. He should, he should develop into a multiple-year starter at Boston College. I, I, I see that. But behind him, behind Moorhead, who's going to be the, the backup quarterback? Is it going to be Matt Reeve? Because, I mean, just gut feeling, Matt Reeve to me strikes me as perennial backup quarterback to, that only comes in in mop-up games until he transfers to an FCS school. No offense to the kid. He's, he's may have more talent than that. I just see him at that point. So if that's the case, who starts at backup quarterback or who comes in at backup quarterback? Is it going to be Peter Delaportis, who was a freshman last year? We didn't get to see him. And I'm telling you, folks are asking, well, AJ, you're the insider. Why don't you know? As I said, Practice is, resu- is limited to 15 minutes, of which most of it is just drills. I don't know what Peter Delaporte can do. I've heard buzz that he's pretty good. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe it's Jacoby Robinson. Maybe be someone in the transfer portal. As I said on Eagle Insider, Mike Wright from Vanderbilt was offered by BC, and BC was down to the wire as a guy, as the team to get him. He was a multi, you know, he was a dual threat quarterback played in the sec. Looked like he had visited BC. I mean, he had, he had visited BC. I know that. Um, but he ends up at Mississippi state. So if BC was interested in looking at the transfer portal beyond this year, maybe they're going to do it again. Maybe Delaportis Portis isn't the answer right away. Maybe they fought, wait until after spring 
and other teams get guys into the transfer portal, they go for somebody there. We're going to have to wait and see, but that's my position to watch for. If Emmett Moorhead goes down with injury, and it's been, what, five, six years since BC has made it in a complete season with the same quarterback starting all games. I think it was Patrick Tolles that did it. It's They need to get a, another quarterback ready to go. Okay? So that's my biggest question mark. So again, I ask you, if you have not already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do it right now. It takes less than 10 seconds. Go to YouTube.com. Find Locked On Boston College. Hit that subscribe button. It'll it'll help the podcast out tremendously. And if you're listening to this right now, hit the like button. If you're on YouTube and you're listening, and I see 15 of you are on there right now, hit like. It pushes us up into the you know, the algorithm or whatever the heck that is. And we'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to talk more about National Signing Day is today. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into any other Boston College news that you want to know. We'll get into it on our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll see you again soon. Take care.